Hi, welcome. My name is Carly Penfold, and I am the founder of the Holistic Market and Psychic Fair. Today I'll be sharing with you top three tips for successful booth displays. Now, I have live events that I put on at the Laurel Packing House in Kelowna, BC, and I have been doing that since 2015. I also have an extensive background in marketing. Uh, back in the day, I actually took marketing in school and I have worked with large accounting firms as marketing manager and I've been involved with trade shows on a high level scale. Uh, now the Holistic Market and Psychic Fair is geared towards small entrepreneurs who are looking to connect with their holistic and psychic community. Um, so the top three tips that I have that I'll be sharing with you today are going to be ones that you can use at any size event and will help you to make the best of your time while at a live event. Now, I've put on over 40 events um, at the Laurel Packing House since 2015. And um, I wasn't always into the holistic field. So I'll share a story with you about what kind of got me started down that path. And uh, it was, when my daughter was, my first daughter was uh, a little baby and uh, I had given her some cottage cheese and then the next thing I knew she was breaking out in a rash all over her body and she was having an allergic reaction to this. So I got scared, um, sought out medical help and then further testing showed that she had a, an allergy to dairy and to eggs. And so from that point forward, I was reading labels on everything and I have to say the labeling has come a long ways since I started reading the fine print because uh, now they are very clear about top allergens and actually listing it contains milk may contain eggs all of that but in when I was looking at the labels and it's going back like almost 20 years um, that yeah the the language is very cryptic um, Milk is known as uh, casein, whey, there's butter, there's margarine, there's cream. Everything has this dairy in it. And the lactose is a big one. It's, it's the sugar in milk, and that is actually used in flavoring a lot of things from everything from potato chips to medications even. There's lactose in pills that people take. So uh, I, I wasn't always that holistically minded, but that was definitely a pivotal point in my holistic journey and on and then trying to, to share all of this with everybody else. Um, so I don't know if anyone else has experienced that as a shift on their change and, and their path on where they're going, if it's either themselves or a friend or family member that's had some health concerns, that's really made them take a closer look at what it is that they're doing in their lifestyle. And for me, having my little baby who's covered in a rash, that was my pivotal point where that changed everything from what I, what I knew about foods and that. And it's on my journey uh, in finding alternative foods and products that had led me down the holistic path. And I am a big fan of certain stores that stock um, organic and uh, alternative foods and they were absolutely instrumental in helping me 
feed my family. So that that's my story and how I kind of came to this. And and as uh, as I later uh, went on and became a, a holistic practitioner as well with uh, acupressure and shiatsu and doing energy work with Reiki and chakra balancing, I I really came in to know a lot of people in the community, and we wanted to get together to um, be able to share our our gifts and our healing modalities uh, with others who were encountering the same things that we were going through. And so I I took it upon myself to you know I to really put together an event that uh, was going to be helpful to help unite the community together because many of these practitioners and business owners are solopreneurs they're usually by themselves they're not often in a clinic or anything and they're very much one-on-one -on -one with people so i found that establishing this holistic market and psychic fair was really good at bringing together the community of of practitioners and vendors and people who had holistic products people making soaps people having alternative healing modalities and uh, bringing them together was not just beneficial to um, the patrons coming in and and learning about all of the products and services there but it was also good for the vendors because they felt like they had something that was going to connect them with others who were already in the same field or similar fields as they were. So uh, what I'll do now is just get into the top three tips for successful booth displays. Um, now the first one that I suggest uh, with my vendors is that they take a really close look about what it is that they're getting at an event. So my first tip is to plan it out. Um, you'll need to know your booth size and this can be, uh, information can be gathered from the event organizers and uh, map it out at your home prior to going to this live event uh, because once you get there things look a lot smaller <laughs> than than you think they're going to and the uh, the way that I've done it is taken some painters tape and gone out in my garage or even in my living room and took a measuring tape and measured out my booth space measured out and then kind of did a virtual setup within uh, that space, like whether I had my table, what size table it was going to be, um, and made sure that my products are going to fit that I wanted to have. Sometimes I've gone with a massage chair, so I had to make sure that I had enough room to move around it. Kind of know what you're getting into with the size of your space, mapping it out before you arrive, if it's the first time that you're going. Uh, another thing when you're planning it out is to review what's actually included with your booth fee. Will you have power? Sometimes there's extra charges for that or it's not available at all. Um, is there going to be Wi-Fi? Do you know the password <laughs> for that Wi-Fi? That's very important because so many people are taking online payments on the spot now with credit card and debit and a secure, strong connection to Wi-Fi is absolutely necessary if you're able to, in order to have sales uh, during the event. Um, do you have chairs provided? Do you have tables provided? What does that look like? Um, and are there table coverings? Will you need any extension cords? Now, I always pack an event box that has all these little extras 
in it. Um, I often get vendors coming up to me and saying, Carly, do you have this or do you have that? Or I forgot my tablecloth. Like, do you have an extra? And I do. I pack extra for them as well, just in case. Um, the other thing I like when planning out your booth spaces, this is my favorite part, is to add personality to your booth space. Um, my favorites are to have some music playing. You can have um, a docking station set up underneath your table or to the side and just creates that ambiance. Now, you do have to be mindful about your neighbors that that's not going to be too loud to disrupt them or anything. I also like having twinkling lights out on the tables because that really does draw in some attention. Uh, those can be plug-in ones, but you can also get ones that are operated by batteries. Uh, you can decorate your booth space with the vibrant tablecloth or table coverings, you know, adding some lamps to it, like a selenite crystal lamp or something like that, that will give some ambiance to your space. But um, don't overdo it with personal stuff, though, because you still want to be highlighting whether it's your product that's on the table or um, the service that you're providing, whether it's card readings or massage or um, featuring something that, you know, someone might, might actually come along and like grab, a, grab your lamp and want to buy it. So <laughs> you have to be careful that you, you put out there what, what is um, a good theme to your actual booth. So that's the first tip that I have for successful booth displays is to plan it out. Know the size you're getting into, review what's included with your booth fee, and make sure that you've um, planned accordingly to bring what you'll need, and then adding personality to your booth space. Now, the, uh, the second tip that I have is, is a pretty big one, and it, it, this takes place uh, more than just the day of the event, and it's about connecting on social media. So, uh, what what you can do prior to uh, the event, uh, before and during and after, is when you can you can use all of this. Um, so plan to post uh, before the event that you are going to be out there. Um, that you, uh, if you have your own website, you can add that in there. You can post in your Facebook pages, on your personal pages, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, whatever it is that you have going on. Uh, on the social media side, whether it's an e-letter, you know, let people know, like, this is an opportunity for them to come and see you in person, that you are going to be at that event, that um, they'll be able to most likely get, like, a special discount or intro rate or sampling of something that you've got going on. So the, uh, the connection with social media, that's with your own personal uh, connections there, but then also take advantage of what the event organizer has already set up. And you will reach even more people beyond your own networks. So the event organizers will often have all of the things that I just mentioned, like you do in your personal side, and they will have it in, on their website. They will have Facebook event pages. They will have um, other things that you can actually post that you're going to be there. Uh, the Holistic Market and Psychic Fair does have an event page in Facebook, and I encourage all my vendors to post in there and say, hey, 
you know, put in there that you're going to be there, what it is that you're going to be offering, if you've got any special deals or rates, and to also let people know that um, that you've you've really got a lot of uh, a lot of things there that are for them that they may not be able to get elsewhere. So um, letting people know that you'll be there if you've got any specials or deals going on, and doing this in the event organizers' um, posts. I have on my Holistic Market and Psychic Fair website a page called Meet the Exhibitors, and I have a profile of everybody up there with all of their contact info. So that's, that's also how I help uh, the vendors to connect on, on social media. And then also, um, you know, why really be clear about why people will want to come and see you if you are all encompassing and, and you want to um, say offer something to everyone try and be more specific about what it is that you'll have there that day for example you could have um, products or services that are related to boosting immune systems so that would be something to be like oh yeah i would like to go see that person because of that and that gives people a reason to come down and connect in person uh, the, so the uh, second tip is connecting on social media. So plan to post before, during, and after the event on your own platforms, and also on the event organizers' platforms, and share it. The content's already created. It's there, and it's super easy to do. Click, click, and you've shared. So the third tip that I have is to collect contact info and follow-up. Um, I like using a door prize or a free PDF gift as an incentive for people to offer you their email or texting info. Uh, you can make it easy for people to join your list. Um, I do have, um, at the Holistic Market and Psychic Fair, I do have a sign at the front that says if people are interested in receiving top three holistic tips from me, that they can be directed to the website to join the e-letter from there, and that gift will then be sent directly to their inbox. Um, I also have the same thing for, uh, for doing uh, an opt-in page when I have the Young Living booth set up. Uh, people can get a free uh, a free gift on natural remedies for coughs and colds just by simply typing in first name and email address right there at the booth. So it's super easy. It goes to their inbox, and it's it's very um, very useful to offer them something in exchange for them providing you some personal information, and then you can always follow up from them. Too. That's so important is the follow-up. So uh, collecting the contact info, whether that's through uh, an email opt-in page or if you have a texting service set up, if you've gone that way, you can have people text whatever it is to join in and then they will receive their gift. And, uh, and then from there, they can, um, you can con continue to maintain that contact with them beyond the day of the event. So this events are very useful for introducing new people to your products or services, or even just reconnecting with existing uh, clients and customers in person and really establishing your own community with them. 
the live events are good, but they can go by so fast. Uh, the Holistic Market and Psychic Fair is a one-day event. There are others out there that can span over three days, but even within that time, from when you have somebody walking in front of your booth and having a chance to connect with them one-on-one, -on -one, um, it's really quite brief. So if you're able to offer up something that um, will then enable you to have future contact with them, then that would be um, ideal. So to be able to keep in touch between your events, to connect with them through your email or with promos and letting them know what's new, letting them know where you'll be found again if you're at other events, um, you can let them know that way as well. So the third tip is on collecting contact info and following up. Follow up the big one. Um, and I also have a free gift for our viewers and look for the link in um, whether it's on whatever platform you're watching this on, just look for a link that will be added there. It will be, uh, you can receive these three tips sent right to your inbox so you don't need to make any notes. <laughs> uh, so collecting the contact info, following up with people, and uh, really having having some system in place so that you are able to have that contact beyond the day of the live event. Okay. And so I also do offer for people who are interested in doing live events, perhaps you haven't done one before or you've done them in the past and found that they weren't quite the right fit for you, um, I actually offer a complimentary event strategy session. Now, I do only have a couple of those spaces available, um, but if anyone is interested in that, it's a complimentary session and I go and I go over what your goals and objectives are and help you determine if, if working with live events would be beneficial to you or not. Um, my advice and it's out there for the taking if you're interested just contact me and uh, we can set that up um, so just to recap on what we talked about here with the, the top three tips um, the first one is to uh, plan it out and the second one is to connect on social media and the third one is to collect contact info to enable you to follow up with people down the road Thank you very much for watching, and I hope that you learned something from this today. I appreciate the time that you've taken to watch, and I look to connect with you at a future live event. Thank you.